So tshuva means to return the leather hay, the lower hay, to its source. But how do you do it? Let's make it a little more practical. The true and direct path to the lower level of tshuva, this is not even the higher level, this is the lower level, which is returning the leather hay, involves two general elements. Number one, awakening Hashem's supreme compassion for our soul. And B, subjugating and nullifying our evil. Now, yes, the kernel of repentance is a firm and wholehearted resolution not to commit a particular sin again. Nevertheless, without these two basic elements, such repentance, such shuva, will neither be true nor direct, because truth implies permanence. And if we don't take steps to make sure it doesn't happen again, it's not truthful. Furthermore, these steps also make one's repentance direct, for a state of repentance can only be arrived at very indirectly. Sorry, can also be uh, achieved indirectly, like the famous story of Rabbi Lazar ben Durdaya in the Talmud, who was brought to repentance by a prostitute. It's not exactly the direct road. But then there's a straight way, and the straight way is as we discuss. So, number one, again, to awaken the supreme compassion from Hashem. Av HaRachamim, the Father of all mercy. What are we awakening? We're awakening Hashem's compassion on our soul that has fallen from a lofty height, the infinite source of life, into a deep pit, into darkness, into the Sitrach or the other side. And one should arouse divine compassion as well for the source of the soul. Since the, the soul is rooted in Hashem's name, its degradation brought about by sin correspondingly causes the flow of holiness that emanates from Hashem's name to go into the dark side, as we said. And that's what we have to do, tshuva. We have to awaken Hashem's compassion on our soul that comes from such a high source and fell so low through our deeds and evil schemes and thoughts. And through that, we actually bring Hashem's spirituality down with us into the darkness. When's the auspicious time to arouse this compassion? In case you were curious, midnight, chatzot. Tikkun chatzot, the midnight lament on the exiled divine presence. Most people don't practice it today, but there are many, many Jews, especially during ancient times, who would wake up at midnight and cry for the destruction of the temple. They're crying for the humiliated king. Why? Because there's no greater humiliation than the indignity of Hashem in exile. Especially when a thoughtful person med meditates on the greatness of Hashem, on how Hashem's light is encompassing the whole world and greater than the whole world. Each person according to the rage of the intellect. That will cause bitterness. So this is stage number one. The second element in preparing for a true and direct path is to crush the evil within us, whose entire being is simply grossness and arrogance. And by subjugating and smashing it, that's how you nullify it. Through a broken and contrite heart, a sense of personal unworthiness, repugnance, and so forth, as we spoke about in chapter 29 of the first section, how sometimes you have to really talk to yourself very, very honestly. We have to sacrifice ourselves. You have to break 
the darkness within us. It doesn't mean having a low self-esteem, but it's acknowledging the devil within each and every one of us, the potential for evil, the evil we've done, and giving it to ourselves over the head. Say, how could you? How could you? How could you have done that? Don't you realize what's at stake? Don't you realize what you're doing to Hashem? Don't you realize what you're doing to your neshama? Break it. Break it. Break it.